Counterdown, but no countdown. I've already started the clock. It's beginning to look a lot like plagiarism. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to talk about a Christmas story. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. It's not a Christmas story. It's close enough. It's a big Christmas. Such a uh, new movie on Netflix, or HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. Right. And it's... Uh, it's good. It's a Christmas story in the 80s. It That's is. what it is. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. See y'all next time. Uh, so it is Neil Patrick Harris yep. is a father and his daughter and him are spending time together and she wants a phone for Christmas. Yeah, cell phone. And he present says, day. This is in present day. And he says, you're probably not getting a phone for Christmas. Yep. And she says, well, that's a bummer. And they go to his parents' house and start playing Nintendo. And he says, I want a Nintendo so bad this one Christmas. And over the next slog of an hour and a half, he tells her the story about how he grew up in the 80s. And, um, you know, he wanted this Nintendo and all the things that he went through. And it's basically a Christmas story in the 80s. To the letter. (laughs) With a group of friends. Got a bully. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Scott Fargus, but his name's something I can't remember. Who looks? He's supposed to be in, in eight in what grade? Like sixth grade, right, but he looks like, like 40. he's forty. <laughs> uh, Steve Fargus. Steve Fargus. Steve Fargus. But what was? The, do you remember the kid's name in this movie that was the bully? I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, so, but lots. It of, looks like yeah. a Christmas story. Yeah. It feels like a Christmas story. Yeah. It is delivered. In the same over voiceover. Na- over narration <clears throat> by the yeah, by the main character. Um, the difference that it does have is it kind of bounces out of the 80s here and there. Yeah. Uh, good supporting cast. Uh, Steve Zahn was a real highlight to me. He's I awesome. thought he was great in it. Um, Super I, underrated actor. I wish he was in more things. Well, he's in a lot of things. You just don't see him probably. Right. Well, he's, it's probably all sitcoms and you know I don't watch those. Yeah. Well, he's in... You ever heard of uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid, the mm-hmm. book series? They made movies and he's the dad in a couple of those. Yeah, so, okay. Ever was a big fan of that. Okay. Seeing him when he showed up in this, she was like, oh my gosh, it's the dad. Diary of a Wimpy Dad. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it just goes through all those different things. And the thing that I did enjoy about it was they didn't... I wonder what the level of involvement that Nintendo of America had. I wondered that too they, this because they, they trashed the Power Glove. They, point, but yeah, but I think funny. even Nintendo now knows at this point. I love that. Uh, but they they did have they had real games on the system, and they mentioned like you said, like real peripherals, yeah. and they talk about real things, and they use like real images from real games. So I, I don't know. Nintendo would have to sign off on that, wouldn't not, it? I mean, maybe not now. The copyright's so old. You I think so? I mean, that, you're talking about like the mid '80s when it came out, so. I have no idea, but but I, I would think they would have some level yeah. of, of involvement in it, if nothing else, to to promote it. Um, well, you know what I mean. Doing that, I mean, they're not. They, they don't really give them anything to sell. Yeah. They, they don't mention any new Nintendo stuff. Yeah. But I, I thought it was fun, and I enjoyed it because I'm a fan of most things '80s. But I also kind of thought that it was just they really shamelessly, shamelessly made a Christmas story movie well yeah i mean but if you think about it, what's the, the hero's journey every you know every oh, story yeah, yeah i mean there's really only you know three or four different beats that you can hit and it obviously but again it's not they didn't make a christmas story for the 80s so you know but that is timeless as children no matter what generation you're in when you're between you know seven and eleven there is something that you want so bad for christmas be mm-hmm. it a red rider bb gun in the 50s or nintendo or nintendo in the 80s or heck i don't know what it would be for the furby in the, in the 90s for a couple of years but you know 
I highly enjoyed it, as we talked about in the Ghostbusters episode, to yeah, find I mean, a live-action movie that I can watch with my family. It was enjoyable. It was ultimately forgettable. It will not have... You the, won't rewatch it in a couple Christmases again? I mean, do you think that there's going to be a network television channel that's going to air 8-Bit Christmas 24 hours a day? No, but I think you could go watch it on HBO Max every Christmas season. If I mean, we're struggling to watch movies that we all enjoy that are Christmas-themed at this time of year. Yeah, I just don't. You didn't like it? Elf is up there, and then... I don't like that movie Don't either. like Elf? No. You know, There's not like enough machine either. guns. I, like <laughs> I just put Die Hard on a loop. That's yeah, what I do. That is a Christmas movie. Um, no, it's a movie that happens at Christmas. But what about you didn't get the, the tinglys or the get all up in your feels when it's... I mean, it just reminded me so much of our childhood. Because I remember when Brad Coleman, my good friend, got his like a year before me. And mm-hmm. it was like, oh my god, this is the greatest thing. Yeah, I, I remember getting a Nintendo on Christmas and it was awesome. And uh, I, I mean, it was great. And it, I mean, it did. It, it it hit the nostalgia notes. I won't say that it didn't. Uh, you know, it felt like it. But they it also wasn't so heavy-handed about the 80s. I didn't feel like as a lot of other things yeah. could be. So... But you know that one rich kid in your neighborhood that, I mean, it was like everything down to a T that you're, to me, just reminded me. And like the dogging out the power glove. (laughs) thought it would be the greatest thing in history. And, uh, you know, his dad's hatred, like you, for all things Christmas, he'd made him, what what did he make him listen to? Ario Speedwagon or Steely Dan? Yeah, Steely Dan. They wanted to listen to Christmas music and he was like, no, Steely Dan, (laughs) only Steely Dan. (laughs) I, uh, I, I like Christmas. I don't maybe get up as get caught up as much in Christmas and Christmas oh as other people do, and it's not because I don't enjoy it, and it's not because I don't like it, but it's a lot of it has to do with the fact that I have to do the Christmas heavy lifting. Literally, I have to get the tree <laughs> out, and I have to get the boxes with the ornaments out, and I like everything to just be chill and easy, and that is often not. Yeah. So it's always exciting when it comes to Christmas. It's stuff. fun. I love Christmas. I love the meaning of Christmas. I love the reason behind Christmas more than anything. And I feel like that Santa. Been... Santa was born on Christmas, right? right? Exactly. Okay. So that the meaning behind that is really my favorite part of Christmas. And everything else is just kind of, in my opinion, gets lost in the shuffle and overshadows what the true reason for the season is. But I, I do enjoy it. I'm not a, a humbugger and I have a great time with it. And I like getting things and I like seeing my kids get things and be happy. And, um, I like getting stuff for my wife for her to throw in the bottom of her closet. And never <laughs> never see again. Yeah. Okay, well, so we got four minutes. It sounds like we both like this movie. I obviously liked it more than you. I, I really recommend it. I mean, you, rec- you thought it was I, I recommend it, too. I think it was fun. There are definitely, you know, <laughs> there are some terrible Christmas movies out there, including oh, yeah. the Elf on the Shelf DVD, oh, which I would rather gouge my eyeballs yeah. out with a rusty spoon than yeah. watch that ever again. Do you have any... Um, watching habits like after the kids go to bed on christmas eve that you pop in yearly we always find something really like we've done goonies before which is very random uh we we just watch random stuff and like i am i grew up in a household that had such rigid traditions around christmas time in term or every holiday really in terms of you had this meal that you ate at thanksgiving you had this meal that you ate at christmas you had this meal that you ate at easter and so when we started doing christmas on our own and other holiday meals on our own, I told my, my mom, I said, Hey, listen, you might come over for Thanksgiving and we're having tacos. Yeah. You know, you might come over and it's pizza on Christmas. I said, yeah. I don't know what it's going to be, but I'm not, I don't, you know, every birthday we went to the same restaurant. I get sick of those. R.I.P. Bon. Right. So, uh, I get sick of those kinds of things. So I've kind of tried to blow up that tradition, but, um, I don't, 
We do Chinese on Christmas. Yeah, there you go. Um, and I think that a lot of people do that because it's one of the only restaurants that's open. But yeah. uh, I mean, we don't really have anything that we sit down and watch. I mean, I think we usually pick something to sit down and watch and just kind of yeah. chill out. We do make um, make the girls go to bed so Santa, Shows quotation up. mark, Santa can come and make the magic happen. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, you know, other than that... Well, I've found myself, not since really. you're not going to ask me, i found myself... I'm, it's because I'm not interested in what you watch. <laughs> I found myself. Hey Jim, what do you watch? Oh, it's interesting that you would ask me that. I like to watch um, Office Christmas episodes. Oh. Yeah, and Parks and Rec Christmas episodes. Okay. So yeah, once ever goes to sleep, I pull up like you know, like anything you can find on the internet. Like great, the best Parks and Rec Christmas episodes mm-hmm. or the best Office Christmas episodes. So I like to watch those. Um, that's kind of become a tradition for me and. If Kelly's awake, she'll watch them with me too. Okay. Yeah, I like those a lot. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I uh, I don't know what I would even say my favorite Christmas movie is. It's definitely oh not a. God. I don't know if this it's a Christmas guy, movie. Everybody, what, what is your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Okay. I'm just kidding. It's probably Christmas Story. Yeah, I mean, I think it would probably it might be Christmas Story. Um, it's definitely not Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Elf has creeped, crept into a lot of people's Yeah, Elf has become a big thing. I don't, I really just, I'm not into that movie that much. Yeah, it's hard for me to get into it also. Do you, oh, you being uh, I'm really not a big vacation or, um. Oh, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation. I'm sorry, I take it all back. Christmas vacation. That should have been immediate for me. Yeah. What about Emmett uh, Otter's Jug Band Christmas? Oh, Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas? <laughs> yeah, my that, man. I knew you would like it. <laughs> that might be my favorite. That might be high my favorite. High five. Y'all hear the yeah, high and good news, I'm not joking. This Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas was a uh, a Jim Henson joint back in early eighties. It is magic. It is. It is so good. If, okay, listeners, if you have never seen Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas, it is a moral imperative yep. that you find it and watch mm-hmm. it because the puppetry in it is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. The songs are amazing. Yeah. Oh god, they're just on a loop. I love the songs. So good. <laughs> but it is it used to be you couldn't find it anywhere. There was like a bad cut on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It is now, I'm not joking, on Amazon Prime. Oh great. Yeah. So, yeah, so now you have it. you have a method people. Mm-hmm. Go watch yeah, Emmett. Emmett uh, that may be dude that is up <laughs> there. So it is so <laughs> stinking good. It is so stinking good. I love the um the like the evil the band. band. Oh, oh they're called um Oh goodness! So the um, nightmare or something like the nightmare collective or something. No, it's like the um, oh god, I can't think of it now either. The soggy bottom nightmare band or something yeah, like that. It's, like, and they're obvious. They're supposed to be like you know the hippie acid trip. They're like biker, yeah, yeah biker. biker. Band, oh, yeah. it's so like oh, I'm an artist every Christmas. <laughs> we should do a whole episode about that. We will. We'll hold it for. Uh, let's remember it for next Christmas because awesome. I think we're too close to Christmas for people to hear it. But yeah, check that out. Yeah, so very good stuff. So and again, Eight Bit Christmas is great. It is not a Christmas story as bad as they are trying to be. Yeah. But the real moral of the story for this episode is <laughs> watch it on our Big Christmas. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye bye. Thanks for everybody. listening. Bye. <laughs>